Campbell, Campbell, Nathan and Zombie, Yamazulu. Welcome once again to Arise Yisraelele, the podcast for the 12 tribes of Israel and those scattered to the heathen nations of the four corners of the earth, the diaspora. Uh, Father, we want to first of all thank you and praise you, uh, worship you so much for your word today that we're going to bring out. Uh, We ask that it would hit people's ears just the way it's supposed to, uh, that they would, Father, use discernment and uh, question it, you know, test it by the Spirit, test it by the Scriptures, go to the Father in prayer today, you know, after listening to this, uh, and ask Him, you know, is this something I shouldn't be tuning into, or is this something I need to pay attention to, uh, because we are not here to lead anybody astray, most of all, Father, we ask that your will always be done, you cut us out if we're not doing your will, all these things we pray and ask in the beautiful name of your son, Yusiak Congo, C-M-E-N and Geta. Hello, uh, hello, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, wherever this is being viewed, uh, being viewed from. I pray that, that everyone within the sound of my voice, um, Father, we come before you in prayer today that that these words will be pleasing unto you, that you would give me the words to speak, uh, that people would heed this warning, uh, that they would. Listen to what is said today and ask you directly, Father. Um, Ask that you, Tata, that you show them the truth. uh, That the scales be pulled from their eyes. And uh, that your truth and and your Torah shine through as, as always. Father, your will be done. Forgive us of our trespasses. Help us to forgive those who trespass against us. Uh, lead us not into temptation. Keep us from the evil one. And as always, as always, Father, your will be done. All praise be to you. Tathan and Zombie, Sunday, Nani, the self-existent one. We praise you, Father. Uh, we ask that your will be done above all. Uh, in in all things, always. And get the... Alright. Uh, what I'm going to be talking about today... <clears throat> um, there's a man that goes by a few different names. Uh, we'll throw out a few of them. He calls himself Yeshaya or Yashiyahu, uh, Truth Colors, King Music. Uh, his actual name is is um, Andrew Rucker, I believe. Now, my wife and I, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we met this individual in his group that they call Goshen. Uh, I think like late December of last year. And at first, uh, I was really drawn in. And then some things just started not making sense. Um, Some things were just not lining up with Scripture, not lining up with the Spirit of Truth. Um, And fast forward to a couple months later, uh, a gentleman by the name, uh, 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 who I consider to be a, a, a brother, um, released a video debunking some of the things that he was claiming. Uh, for one, he uh, this 
this music guy, he claims that he's one of the two witnesses. Um, so he was saying that he never said that Corey Cooper was the other witness. And we have that on record as, as a complete fabrication. I mean, he said it over and over uh, that he always told Corey that he was not the other witness um, when, in fact, he did. So, and I'm going to talk to see about, um, like, linking that in the description or pops, possibly put it up on my YouTube uh, as further evidence of, of what is wrong about what this guy is claiming to be king over all of Isa L.A. or Israel. Um, so, this is going to be really quick today um, because I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. Um because it's not, it's just not worth it to spend a lot of time on this. Um, <laughs> if you are in Goshen, I highly suggest that you get out <laughs> while you can. You know, remember that, that your ancestors, um, as, as Moshe Yah so eloquently put it, that his ancestors had to leave Goshen or leave Egypt to be able to go to the Promised Land. Um... So this man is, is dealing unrighteously with people. And we're just going to take a brief look at some of the scriptures that he claims that are about him. Uh, just to kind of give people an idea of, of um, the, the, the level of, of deception that they are dealing with. And that they need to be very cautious of this individual and, and people like this. Um, because we know the deceiver comes first. You know, it says with all lying signs, signs and wonders. Um, so that's something to really keep in mind. That's really big. You know, that's huge. That before Yeshia or, or the king or the son of man can return, that the deceiver comes first. So we know based on, you know, being in the truth now... <clears throat> or clearer truth, well, we know there isn't a trinity, you know, we don't believe in a triune God, I don't believe that Yeshia was God, you know, these are things that cause people to fall into idolatry, and whether they've left Christianity or not, they're still putting the Messiah up with the Father, you know, when, when it's very clear to see that a lot of the things from the New Testament, while they shouldn't be discounted, um, there is definitely some some corruption translation going on there. So we want to be very cautious when people do things like this. You know, we 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 didn't have Yeshia running around bragging about how he was in Scripture. We didn't see Simon Toko going around praising himself, asking for money, thinking that people should worship him. Um, so hu humility, uh, kindness, righteous judgment, you know, the will of the father, these are signs of a, of a true prophet. Um, and we're not seeing that with this gentleman. We're seeing unrighteous judgment. We're seeing them pray death over people, uh, simply for not agreeing with them. Um, and what they claim is true. So there's some big problems there. So the first thing I want to look at is, we're going to look at Isaiah 11, Isaiah chapter 11. 
I am reading from the Seifer. Um, for for lack of any kind of confusion, I'm not going to be using any kind of Bantu names or anything today. I'm just going to read from the scripture as it's, as it's stated. Um, because the last thing I want to do is confuse anybody that is 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 very new to the, the Bantu awakening or the Bantu truth um, to throw them off and and draw away from <clears throat> what this message and this quite literally uh, rebuke is actually about and for. So we're going to look at Isaiah chapter 11. And... So, so Isaiah chapter 11, it starts out, it says, And there shall come a rod out of the stem of uh, Yeshai, or Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Ruach Yahuwah, or uh, Ruach HaKadosh, shall rest upon him, the Ruach Chakma, uh, the Bina, the different things that these are. So, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, spirit of fear, or awesome reverence for the Most High. So, he is saying that he is this rod from the stem of Jesse. Okay? So, we're going to jump down to verse 3. And shall make, a, make him of quick understanding in the fear of Yahuwah, and shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. What did it just say? It said, And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of Yah, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf, and the young lion, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them, and the cow and bear shall feed. The young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. Now, right off the bat, that verse 3, And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of Yah, and, sh and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. Now, I just commented on this uh, a post from this gentleman the other day, and I told him, I said, look, if you don't stop, you're going to be, le you're leading people to hell. You know, you're going to lead people to hell, and you're going to go with them if you don't stop, because you're expecting people to worship you. Obviously a problem. I don't care if King David was worshipped and bought, we ain't talking about King David, we're talking about, uh, <laughs> We're talking about Rucker, okay, Andrew Rucker, not King David. So I said to him, and what did he automatically say to, him, say to me back when I, re I tried to, re I reproved him without scripture. You know, maybe I should have just kept my mouth shut in that instance. But he came back and he said, uh, he quoted the verse that says, the nations are before Yah is nothing. Or in other words, the heathen nations, the foreign nations. Okay, but we're talking about nations, right? We're not talking about individuals or strangers cleaving. All right, so let's go to Leviticus 
chapter 19, uh, verse, verses 34 through 37. So we're looking at Leviticus chapter 19, verses 34 through 37. I'm sorry, actually, 33 through 37. And if a stranger sojourn with you in your land, you shall not vex him. But the stranger that dwells with you shall be unto you as one born among you, and you shall love him as yourself, for ye were strangers in the land of Mitzrium or Egypt. I am Yahuwah Elohechem. Or, or more correctly, it'd be Tatan and Zombie. Uh, so Nini Nanini, Yamazulu. Verse 35, you shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in meat yard, in weight, or in measure. Just balances, just weights, a just ephah, and a just hen shall ye have. I am Yahuwah Elohim, which brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim. Therefore shall ye guard all my statutes and all my judgments and do them. I am Yah. So right there in verse 33, it says, If a stranger sojourn with you in your land, you shall not vex him. But the stranger that dwells with you shall be unto you as one born among you, and you shall love him as yourself. Now, him saying to me, this is what he said to me. He said, your people taught my people lies. That's what he said to me. Now, ask yourself, is that righteous judgment? Is that treating the stranger amongst you as a natural born, which is what the Torah instructs via Leviticus. No, you're, he was assuming because of my skin color or my alleged ancestry. Let's get that out of the way right now. I don't even know the house of my father's to even go that route. Um, so that's not righteous judgment right there. So, so that right there then, right there, verse 11 of Isaiah, or chapter 11 of Isaiah, verse 3 shall make of him quick understanding in the fear of Yah. Wasn't very understanding, right? And then, um, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes. He judged me after the sight of his eyes, obviously. Neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. So he tried to reprove me because of what he heard. Um, so... We can, we can talk all day about, about forefathers and what they did and etc. But what the, what the scripture says though, <clears throat> and I'm not going to quote everything. I'm not going to give you a scriptural reference for everything that I say today. Okay. This is why we have Google. This is why we have search engines, you know, do your due diligence and go look into this somewhat for yourself. Okay. But what does Yah say? He says he visits the sins of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation. And then in another passage, it says every soul will die for its own sin. So what does that mean then? Just like it says in Torah, okay, if, if they will uh, confess the sins of their fathers, you know, and, and the iniquity with which they worked against me. In other words, we have to confess and repent of those things that our forefathers did. Yes, I'm here to tell you, Christians, you have to repent. I'm here to tell you, Hebrew Israelites, you have to repent. I'm here to tell you, Bantu, you have to repent, okay, for what your forefathers did, period. You know, that's like I found out on my mother's side, 
I've known for years that I have Chickasaw Indian on my mother's side. Obviously, that doesn't, you know, determine the house. That's not the house of my father's. But I still repented of that. I said, Father, man, I found out Chickasaw used to own slaves. Forgive that. Forgive me of that. I'm confessing it before you. Take it from me. Take it from my line. So judgment will not be passed on me because of the sins of my father's. The sins of the fathers may be visited upon me, but every soul, like I said, you could you could you could Google this. It says every soul will die for its own sin. KJV, and you're gonna find the verse I'm talking about. Okay. So every soul dies for its own sin, not for the sins of the fathers. So that's not righteous judgment. Him saying that right there. So right there, right off the bat, that's a double that's a double mindedness. That's double mindedness. Okay, so verse 5, in righteousness, still chapter 11 of Isaiah, righteousness shall be the belt of his loins and faithfulness the belt of his reins. Does that sound righteous to you? Does that sound faithful? Verse 6, the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf, and the young lion, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. When is the last time you saw a little child leading a leopard and a lamb? Or a, a cow and a lion. Anything even remotely close to this. We ain't seen it. Verse 10. In that day there shall be a root of Yeshai or Jesse. Which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the other nations seek. And his rest shall be glorious. So do you see people being drawn to this man? Or is he dividing people? I see him dividing people because he's, they're praying death over people. They're they're trying to say things against Mikhail Massa, Robert Headley. Uh, who knows who's next? You know, I've been on the chopping block. I, I really don't care. I was told to do this video that I'm doing right now. I was told to rebuke this man. So I'm doing what I was told to do. I'm being obedient. Like it or not, you can, you can not watch it if you don't want to. So, so a lot of his his rhetoric is is the ensign, or the banner, okay, owned by Yah, or the thing that that he says, oh, this is what me and the father came up with, or whatever. And uh, my who I call my auntie, uh, my auntie Isha just just joined the live, and she made a very good point to me the other day. She said, "Where is the scripture in the, in, in the scriptures though, where it says that this man?" Uh, where where Yeshaya has a little brother, right? Because he claims to be the little brother of Yeshaya, or or you know, common commonly known as Jesus. You know, we know we don't use those names um, because they're false. They come from Christianity, false religion. Um, but but where's the verse? Okay, where's the passage saying that uh, that Yeshaya had a little brother, or Yisiyah, whatever 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 we're calling him today. Um, because I'm not going to get into name semantics today. So right there, there's there's like two or three clear examples right there in Isaiah 11, how he cannot match up with that scripture. It just doesn't work. There's not righteousness in his judgment. There is what? Respect of persons. So we're going to look up some verses about respect of persons too. Um, this is another good one too. Leviticus nineteen fifteen, thou shalt not act falsely in the order of judgment. 
neither accept the face of the poor, nor honor the face of the great, but in truthfulness shall thou judge thy neighbor. So where's the truthfulness coming out, right? Because actually they lied about me, and I'm not going to make this video about me. People will say what they say, and, and hey, I love it. I'm doing what I'm told to do. Um, it's just unrighteousness. What was I going to say? Truthfulness. Truthfulness. So truthfulness, so they said that I said something against circumcision. Now, this is coming from a man who is, uh, I was raised in Christian church, okay? I have nothing to lie. I don't have no front to put up. Um, I was raised in Christian church. I was circumcised at birth, though. What did my mother name me? She named me Corey for, for the, the, the evangelist, Corey Temboom. Um, who was, uh, I think she dealt with like the Nazi camps and, and some different things, but there were certain things that she preached against or prophesied against, um, that always resonated with me growing up, you know, with, with like, we know there's not a pre-tribulation rapture, etc. My middle name, Emmanuel, Yah is with us. My last name, man, uh, Chrisman, which means man of Christ, which is actually my brother's dad's last name. We had different dads. So I was given a blessing at birth, right? Oh, you know, some of you old heads know. And that's not me bragging or, or saying anything. Again, this is not about me. I'm just saying. So for this man to say that I had a problem with circumcision, no, I don't have a problem with circumcision. What I have a problem with is you going on week-long rants about dudes' dicks. The shit's weird. You know, it gets strange. It gets to a point where you're not talking scripturally. You're just being carnal. And it's coming off as kind of gay. I mean, if you're really going to talk about circumcision by, by the scripture, okay, by the word, then what needs to happen? You break it down by the Torah, okay, which is law, right? And that's it. You don't keep talking about it. You make an hour long, two hour long, three hour long video about circumcision, circumcision, and then anybody that has any questions about that, it's done. It's over with. Here's the video, okay? Here's why this is part of the covenant still to the Gentile and to, to the Bantu. You know, first to the Bantu, second to the Gentile. And that's it. We ain't going to have some week-long rant about penis with you going live four or five times in a week for three to eight hours. That's how often this man is online. So that was a lie to say that I said anything against circumcision. I never said anything against circumcision. Where's the receipts? Like he loves to say, where's the receipts? Where's the receipts? I just said it was funny. It's funny to me. I'm a comical guy. I have a sense of humor. I'm sorry if you don't. It's really not my problem. You know, if you can't shut up about dick for two weeks straight... I'm going to find it funny. That's just facts. So that off the bat was was a lie. Again, this goes back into double-mindedness. That's not righteousness, right? And righteousness shall be the belt of his loins. And faithfulness, the belt of his reins. No, it's not righteous. That's not faithful. Period. And that's not treating the stranger as a natural board amongst you. And judging them by the Torah in righteousness. So anybody can say whatever they want. Whatever. I hope you share this video. Please share this video. 
somebody said it to him that's, that doesn't have him blocked because, quite frankly, I'm not going to deal with it. I've dealt with enough, okay? And I will publicly now apologize for taking this long to do this as I told people I was going to do this. Please forgive me. You know, Father, for, forgive me for being disobedient and taking this long to finish this, to do this, because I was told to do this. So you could take it however you want. That's your prerogative. So we're going to go on now to, so that was Isaiah 11. So that gives you a breakdown of some of the things that are off, okay, that aren't lining up with the word, aren't lining up with scripture. So we're going to go on to Isaiah 43. Isaiah chapter 43. Don't expect me to be nice during this, people. And don't expect me to be mean. But this is how I get. You know, this, this, is, this is what you do to somebody like me. You're going to keep pushing my buttons. Eventually, the Most High is going to tell me to respond. And you're not going to like the response. Especially if you're dealing with me unjustly. Or dealing with other people unjustly. Because my first concern always is the Bantu, getting the Bantu home, going home. We, we got to go home. And the strangers that go with them. You know, that's part of, uh, of that really impacted me here recently, reading the scriptures in the New Testament. Talking about, you know, Yeshua is saying, what you have done unto the least of these, my brethren. Who is his brethren? The Bantu. So for you cops out here, killing the Bantu, for you people out here spilling bleach on food of them, try, of people trying to feed the homeless, for you doing these things, you will be held accountable. Do you understand that? I don't care if you do understand it. You will be held accountable. That's what he said. What well, you doing the least of these, my brethren, you have done unto me. So who's his brethren? The Bantu. That's why I always, no matter the color of my skin, what I look like, my ancestry, whatever, I do not have time for games. Yeshia sent his disciples after the lost sheep. He said, I came for the lost sheep of the house of Isaele. And it's the same people he sent his disciples with. So if you're not out here doing the will of the Father, feeding people, clothing the naked, visiting the widow in the time of their need, trying to wake up these lost sheep, I'm going to have a problem with it. Because it's division. People are dividing people instead of trying to bring them together. Right? And we need to bring people together under the worship of the Most High, uh, of, the, of, the, of His Torah. You know, not worship of His Torah. I'm saying under His Torah and worshiping Him and exalting Him, okay, above the Son, above the Spirit, above any man, woman, excuse me. Um, that is what comes first, period. So what was first to Him? The Bantu, that's that's his his firstborn, his firstborn son. Okay, we could talk about the, the only begotten son. We could do all that, but that's not what this message today is about. Okay. Um so when I see, right, that my sisters and my brothers who I love dearly being led astray by this man, it sickens me. I want to throw up. I want to puke. It makes me disgusted. Um So that's, it, it, it's just disgusting. I don't like seeing nobody let astray. It's a bad thing. So continuing on, uh, 
Isaiah 43. And if you notice, if some of you guys are leaving stuff in the comments, I'm not going to be responding. This is not a Q&A, okay? This is a message that I was told to deliver. If you would like to call me after this message or speak with me afterwards, hey, I, I am more than happy. Anybody that knows me dearly knows that I will always speak to anybody. I'm here to encourage you and and raise you in the faith of Tathan and Zombie and, and his chosen people. I'm not here to... Um, to coddle you. So so feel free to always talk to me, no matter what it is. It's always confidential. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's always confidential, period. You know, if you ever need to speak to me about something or you just need someone to unwind to, I'm here. But right now, we're going to continue on. Um, Alright, so, so I'm not going to go over all of all of chapter 43 but let's just start okay so so verse 1 but thus uh but now thus says Yah that created you O Yaakov or Jacob and he that formed you O Yasharal Israel fear not for I have redeemed you I have called you by your name you are mine okay so verse 2 is what he tries to say is about him okay it says when you pat because he says he had this vision when he was in church and he was like laid out or something and he saw himself walking through the fire or saw this guy walking through the fire and, and the father supposedly told him it was him and he wasn't being consumed and then he was underwater and he wasn't drowning and whatever. Okay, so that's verse 2 because verse 2 says when you pass through the waters I will be with you and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire you should not be burned neither shall the flame kindle upon you. But what did the verse say? What are we always instructed to do when we read scripture? Right? Line upon line, precept upon precept. Contrary to popular opinion, that is not cross-referencing. That is talking about going line upon line and precept upon precept, verse by verse. So what does the first verse say? But now thus says Yah that created you, O Jacob, and he that formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. So who is it talking about? Israel. Saying that the fire will not consume them. The water is not going to overflow them. Hallelujah. Because we know he has our back, right? I have faith. That's how I know that I'm okay with the Most High because I have faith and I, I stay to his word and I do what he says. I do what he tells me to do, right? There's not respecter of persons with the Most High regardless of what people want to say. So that right there tells you that right there, the first verse, right? Line upon line, precept upon precept. It says, now thus says Yah that created you, Jacob, Formed you, Israel, fear not. I have redeemed you, called you by your name. You are mine, Israel. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, Israel. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you, Israel. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, Israel. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you, Israel. Not referring to an individual. So that is, again, this man taking what the scriptures say, and doing exactly, yes, what people are telling him he's doing. 
is writing himself into scripture. Not okay ever in any instance. <laughs> okay? It's not okay. And even when you go on, look, let, let's let's go on. Verse 3, For I am Yahuwah Eloheka, the Holy One of Yasharal, your Savior. I gave Mitzrayim, or Egypt, for your ransom, Cush and Kiva for you. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honorable and I have loved you. Therefore, will I give men for you and people for your life. Who's it talking about? It's still, he's, he's talking to Israel. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your seed from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my daughters from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth, or my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, it doesn't say the Bantu, it doesn't say the Gentiles, it says everyone that's called by his name. For I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I made him. Who? Israel. For his glory. Period. Called by his name. Even everyone, he says, though, that is called by his name. Yeah, ye are my witnesses, says Yah, and my servant whom I have chosen. Again, talking to Israel, the firstborn son, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Because before me there was no El formed or God, which we know we don't even use El as a Canaanite name. There is no Elimo or Elohim formed, neither shall there be after me. He says, there's no Savior but him. It's right here. So when people, in my, in my opinion too, just as a side note, you know, it says previous in the scriptures, it says he talks about sending a savior. And then here he says, I'm the only savior. So you cannot use the scripture that says, I am the only savior to disqualify people that he sends. Like Yeshaya or Simon Toko, Simon Kambongo, who, who preceded Simon Toko, you know, uh, myself. <laughs> I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. I'm just saying I have certain things that I have to do, you know, uh, there's going to be things that happen to people when they start speaking out against the Most High's true prophets and true people that are being sent to teach to people and, and try and wake them up. Um, and it's a slippery slope, man. When you start talking about people that's really trying to, to do the will of the Father and that can break your stuff down and show you, hey, you're full of crap. <laughs> Simple as that. You know, I love this man. Uh, I have a love... I have love for a lot of people. I have a lot of love for the Bantu. Um, and I have a lot of reproof. I have a very protective mentality. Ask anybody that really that really knows me, that really speaks to me. How much does Corey have your back? Uh, you know, what what is he really about? And they're gonna tell you I'll die for you. I do anything to get you home. I just don't want you to be led astray. So if you don't heed these words today. And you have respect to persons because I'm a white man trying to tell you what is going on with this dude. That's going to be your own problem. It falls on you. It does not fall back on me. I'm being obedient to what I was told to do. So moving on. Let's go on. We're going to go on to Jeremiah 23. And I'm not going to hold you guys really long today. Um, I decided just to break down a few of these scriptures that he says about himself. To show you how mind-boggling simple that this really is. If myself, a Gentile, who's a baby, right? Just like a lot of us are babies in this truth. 
not just Gentile, Bantu as well. If I can sit here and break this down, then how much more could a Bantu sit there and break his stuff down? Go look at it if you want to. It gets crazy. <laughs> Alright, so chapter 23 of Jeremiah, verse 1. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says Yah. Therefore, thus says Yah of Yasharel against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, says Yah. I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries, whether I have driven them, and I will bring them against their folds, and they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall they be lacking, says Yah. Behold, the days come, says Yah, this is verse 5, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and a king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. In those days, Yehuda. Or Judah shall be saved, and, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name, whereby he shall be called. Yah, or Yahuwah, our righteousness. Because, see, they tra they, they traded that um, Yah, or Sonini Nanini, um, for Lord. And we know in Hebrew, of course, Lord is, is Baal. So we don't pray to... Lord, we don't say, oh, I just hope the Lord protects me. You know, why would Baal protect you? You know, he wants you in, in eternal damnation or, or the second death. Um, so, so that right there, what does it say is going to be contingent upon that king, right, being raised up? Okay. He will visit upon them the evil of their doings. We're just now starting to see that happen with the Gentiles or the people that have, that have harmed his chosen people. We're just now starting to see that. Gather the remnant of the flock out of all countries. Has that happened yet? No. We're getting close, but has that happened yet? No. They should be fruitful and increase. Are they being fruitful and increasing right now? They're still being killed in the streets. Set up shepherds over them. We shall feed them. They shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall they be lacking. We're not seeing a lot of righteous shepherds. Am I wrong? Um, you know, we're only seeing, you know, just like like it says in, in uh, the Ascension of Isaiah, um, that those with with knowledge and understanding, it's in diverse places. It's it's in one place and another place, and it's you know we're spread apart. We're not condensed um, into into one one thing. So, in other words, this hasn't happened yet. In those days, Yehuda shall be saved, Judah, and Israel shall dwell safely. Are they dwelling safely? Had they been saved? They're not dwelling safely. Hmm. Now, look what it says here in verse 11. This is a good warning. For both prophet and priest are profane. Yea, in my house have I found their wickedness, says Yah. So, we have people in his house claiming to be of, of the Most High, that are really wicked. Verse 16, this says, Yah, Yahuwah Sevaoth, 
Or so nini nanini, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart, and not out of the mouth of Yah. So that that's that's really goes into what. Um, look at this verse twenty one. I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. So, Andrew, are you going to turn from your evil ways? Are you going to turn? I mean, that's what I said to y'all. That's all you got to do is shut me up. Admit your lies, repent, and turn from your wicked ways. That's all it takes. That's it. You'll shut me up real quick. But you're going to shut me up anyways. Or the Most High has shut me up because I'm delivering this word today and there's going to be a couple other things to come out about these people and, and regarding, you know, the, the Enochian timeline and these kinds of things. And that's it. Like, I'm done. I'm not a child. I'm 34 years old. I do not have time to contend and go back and forth with a man that is older than me, but acts less than my age. That's a problem. Okay. So I'm not going to keep going back and forth with this man. So you can see here, right here in Jeremiah 23, why does he not line up with Jeremiah 23? I will gather the remnant of my flock. Have the, has the remnant been been gathered? Bring them into the fold. Have they, been, have they been brought into the fold? They shall be fruitful and increase. Are they still being killed in the streets to bond to? Again, how is he a righteous branch? Or the Lord our righteousness? I mean, he's Lord something, but not righteousness. He does not execute righteous judgment, period. This man is very flippant. He will snap to go off, etc. Um, so we're going to look at some other things. Um, I'm going to look at, 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 at uh, 1 Corinthians 10.13. So there was an instance in one of the videos of music... And who, who they call Uncle Kenny. Um, and, and I'll tell you right now, Uncle Kenny, you are older. You should know better. You should not have ever kowtowed to this man and bowed before him. You know, I bow before the Most High and whoever he tells me to bow before. I was not ever... Um, you know, I, I don't bow before no man. Unless I'm told to bow before man. I was not told to bow before this man. That's my mistake for... And it really, it played out how it was supposed to. You know, something that happened with this actually is that I brought music, text messages from my friend, my, my good brother Trey. Um, CME to you brother, CME to all of you watching. Um, but but I, I took screenshots of what he had said about Andrew and I gave them the music, and I said, look what this man's saying about you. This is when I believe, you know, Andrew's whatever stuff. And and then he made a video about what Trey had said. And then what happened? Then was when Corey Cooper came back with the video saying, okay, here's how some of his stuff is lies. Here's some of the proof. You know, here's some of the text messages, the emails, etc." So what happened in that situation? The Most High used me and then used Corey right along with me, Cooper, um, to to put this man on blast. 
So he knows that he is being reproved, and if he continues in his unrighteousness, he will be cut off and anyone that follows along with him. But where but but the other day, um I'm trying to, to to think of all this stuff that I had to bring out. Um, but the other day, so the man that he called Uncle Kenny, he said, "Well, it, you know, the Christian Church, uh, they told you, they told you that that the Most High or or Yah will never put any more on you than you can bear." And he said, "That's a lie." Now, I am not here ever. To defend the Christian Church, I think it's a crock of crap. It's it's people something people need to get away from. Okay, stay away from Christianity. But what was he saying? He said that is a lie that the Christian Church tells you that the Most High will never put any more on you than you can bear. So let's look at verse First uh, Corinthians chapter ten, uh, verse thirteen. This is powerful. There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But Elimo, or Elohim, is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Man, that's powerful. Isn't that, isn't that powerful, folks? Saying whatever we go through, he's going to hold us down. He's going to give us a way out. Even if it's temptation, he's going to give us a way to escape the temptation. So when Kenny said that, was he really speaking against Christianity or was he speaking against the word? Obviously, Christianity or no man should have taken that verse and broke it down to where you don't get the full meaning. But what does it actually say? There has no temptation taken you such as is common to man. But Alimo is faithful who will not suffer you to be attempted uh, for you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. So who was Kenny really lying on? The word. He was talking against the word, Kenny. He wasn't talking against the Christian church that we know is to be false. You were talking about the verse that they took that from. Because right here it says, and that's what he said too, oh, well, sometimes I felt so, I don't care what your Moanda, right? music. I don't care what your Mawanda feels. I don't care what your spirit feels. What does the scripture say? No temptation hath taken, but is common to man. He's faithful, will not suffer us above temptation we're able, and will also with the temptation give us a way to escape it. So Kenny was not actually <laughs> speaking against Christianity. He was speaking against scripture, speaking against the word. Okay, so that is again um, that's just double-mindedness, period. Um, and there's something else I need to bring up in Isaiah. Um, if I can remember what passage this was, and we're going to go through a few other scriptures before I let you all go today, beloved. Um, I just want to go ahead and get some of this out of the way. Instead of making it some big production and putting in movie clips and all, I'm, no, I'm not doing that. Um, that. This is not worth that much of my time. Only what the most high is required that I give to it. Which is just breaking some of it down. So there's something else in Isaiah I want to bring out. Um, and I'm trying to 
remember what it is. And if I can't find it, then um, expediently, then we'll just we'll just circle back to it. Um, but there's something else here in Isaiah that I was supposed to mention. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, okay. I know what it was. I know exactly what it was. Thank you, Most High. Alright, so we're going to skip over to Isaiah 62. Okay, so something else that um, that Andrew says is that the Most High gave him the name of Goshen. Okay, for his group, assembly, whatever you want to call it. We're not doing the name game today. Um, so, so Goshen, right? Goshen is where they resided, I believe, in Egypt before they left uh, in the first exodus. Okay, we say first exodus because we know there's going to be a second exodus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So, in him saying that the Father gave him Goshen, what did Tathan and Zombie show me? This was as clear as day um, when I've been researching some of this stuff and just kind of praying and asking him to show me, okay, what, did it, what is it you want me to say? And he said, I want you to go read Isaiah chapter 62. And I said, okay, I'm going to go read Isaiah 62. So right off the bat, um, Isaiah chapter 62, verse 1. For Zion's sake, or Sion's sake, will I not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem or Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, and Yeshua... Or salvation thereof as a lamp that burns. Now just like somebody has said in the comments. He said we're not gathered. We're still being killed in the streets. And this man is not bringing anybody together. He is scattering the sheep. Okay. So what does it say right here? He says I will not rest. This is the most high speaking. Until the righteousness go forth as brightness. And salvation thereof as a lamp that burns. Now, is the righteousness going forth? Is the lamp that burns going forth? You know, it started, I believe. Verse 2, and the other nations, listen, this is key here because we know the Bantu are still being killed in the streets, killed in China, discriminated against, uh, put in, in slave camps, etc. Verse 2, and the other nations shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory. Then say, uh, king Andrew Rucker. It didn't say the King of England. It didn't say King Trump of the United States. Whatever, Biden, who cares? They're all cuckoo as far as I'm concerned. What does it say though? And the other nations shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory. And ye shall be called, listen, here's when he says, and you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of Yah shall name. You shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of Yah and a royal diadem in the hand of your Elohim, or Elimo. Verse 4, you shall no more be termed forsaken, neither shall your land any more be termed desolate. Is Africa still desolate? Unfortunately, we know it's still being trod down by the Gentiles. But here's the next part of the verse, but you shall be called, uh, forgive me if I pronounce this incorrectly, Shefzai Ba. And your land, Beulah, 
For Yah delights in you, and your land shall be married. Or married un unto him, or married unto, unto them as well. So do you, do you get the correlation? Is this sinking in yet? Right here it says, He will not rest until the righteousness goeth forth as brightness, and salvation thereof as a lamp that burns. And the other nations shall see your righteousness, and all your all kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of Yah shall name. So has that happened yet? So how is the name Goshen from the Most High? The Most High showed me this chapter. It said, go read Isaiah 62. And it tells you right there what's going to happen around the time that then the renaming happens. So the renaming hasn't happened yet. So the name Goshen didn't come from the Father. It came from Andrew Rucker. And quite literally, Asatan, um, the way that he is acting. Okay? So, there's something for Kenny. Um, there's, you know, Isaiah 11, 43, Jeremiah 23. Um, we looked at Leviticus, how the stranger, the, the stranger amongst Isa L.A. is supposed to be treated. Um, here's another one, Deuteronomy 1.17. You shall not respect persons in judgment, but you shall hear the small as well as the great. You shall not be afraid of the face of man. Hmm. For the judgment is in zombies, and the cause that is too hard for you, bring it unto me, and I will hear it. Not me, whoever this is speaking from, the first the first person. Um, I would have to look at that. But I'm not like I said, I'm not going into a super in-depth today. Um, this is just kind of breaking down some of the random nonsense. Okay. Now, another thing we're gonna look at. Um, we thank you, Father, for the reading of your word. We thank you so much. Uh, let's just go to him in prayer right now. And then, Zombie, we, we praise you, Father. We thank you, Sonidi Nani, the self existent one, um, for revealing your truth unto your servants. Uh, it says that, that, that uh, you know, the, the hidden things are revealed unto babes. Uh, so, we thank you, Father. You know, we have humility and we praise you, worship you, Father, uh, for bringing this out today, for helping me to deliver this message. And we ask that it would be pleasing to people's ears, that they would listen, they would take in um, the knowledge and wisdom being derived from the Father today, not from me. I am simply a mouthpiece, as always, Father. Uh, we just thank you. So, so going on, um, at one point he made a video about me, knocking me for reading The Ascension of Isaiah. Um, I actually read from the, from the Giaz translation, from the Ethiopic. Um, but he, you know, whatever, says, oh, Jews and Christians and all this is, this is all this has to do with. And Well, there's a reason that he does not, um, that he does not want you reading this. Okay, because this debunks a lot of things about him um, in the way that, it shows people prophesying or trying to prophesy or saying ill things against people that are really that have really been chosen to to speak out. Um, so I will again warn you, Kenny and Andrew, if you continue to speak against Mikael Massa, myself, Corey Cooper, 
Moshe Yah, Robert Headley. Um, you know, it, I don't know if you said anything about my, my lovely, my other auntie, uh, Apostle Shamin. It's going to fall on your head, and you're going to have no one to blame but yourself. So, this is your warning. You might get one or two more, depending on what I'm told to say, but um, that's pretty much it at this point, dude. You know, you, you guys have to stop. You're causing division. You're dividing people. You're not bringing nobody together. But the people that are that are ill-minded and, and I don't know, I mean, and uh, confused enough to, to play into what you're listening, what you're saying, you know, they have tickling ears. Very tickling ears. So I'm just going to read something from um, chapter 3 of the Ascension of Isaiah, starting at verse 23. In those days many will love office, the devoid of wisdom. And there will be many lawless elders and shepherds dealing wrongly by their own sheep, and they will ravage them owing to their not having holy shepherds. And many will change the honor of the garments of the saints for the garments of the covetous. And there will be much respect of persons in those days and lovers of the honor of this world. And there will be much slander and vainglory at the approach of Yah, and the Moanda and Semi will withdraw from many. And there will not be in those days many prophets, nor those who speak trustworthy words, save one here and there in diverse places. It's a scripture I was talking about earlier. Uh, on account of the spirit of error and fornication and of vainglory and of covetousness, which shall be in those who will be called servants of that one, and in those who will receive that one. And there will be great uh, hatred in the shepherds and elders towards each other. Is this, is this ringing a bell, anybody? This is what we see going on right now. For there will be great jealousy in the last days, for everyone will say what is pleasing in his own eyes. And they will make of none effect the prophecy of the prophets which were before me. This is Isaiah speaking. And these my visions also will they make of none effect in order to speak after the impulse of their own hearts. Um, that's a lot of what we see going on right now. Um, and it's bad. You know, it's really bad. So we don't want to, we don't want to contribute to that. You know, that's why certain times, um, people have to be put on blast and you have to say these things as much as I did not want to do this breakdown. I'm telling you in a lot of instances, man, I'm like Jonah. I'll be running until I get dragged kicking and screaming back to my assignment and saying, okay, you did it. You know, okay, you get on it. You know, I, I had Tana and Zombie tell me my life was forfeit until I did this. Forfeit. That I was not under his protection as long as I kept putting this off. So that's another reason. Hey, I'm on it, man. I'm, I'm tired of procrastinating, so I'm going to speak what I was told to speak. Uh, so we're going to look at the Ethiopic version of Book of Enoch next, um, specifically chapter 61. And I just want to read a couple of verses. Um, verse 10. Uh, then shall the kings, the princes, and all who possess the earth glorify him who has dominion over all things, him who was concealed. For from eternity the Son of Man was concealed, whom the Most High preserved in the presence of his power and revealed to the elect. 
So this is this is a, a main reason right here, verse ten of chapter sixty-one, that Simon Toko is being called a false prophet. That people are not recognizing that that was the Son of Man, because the Son of the Man, the Son of Man is a spirit, just like the Most High. Simon Toko was the Son of Man coming again in secret. So that's why people are being dissuaded from his story or, or looking into it or anything. They don't want to hear about it. They call him a false prophet. They say he was a witch or a warlock, whatever. But right there it tells us the Son of Man has always been hidden. He was revealed only unto the elect. So it doesn't mean that the name Simon Toko is then above Yeshia or vice versa. It simply means that the Son of Man is a spirit. The Son of Man came another time. And by and large, we missed it. So, I just want to throw that out there. Because you're never going to hear Andrew Rucker talk about scripture that relates to Simone Toko. Because he can't break it down. He doesn't understand it. Because he thinks he's supposed to be some king. And, and now he's actually gone to the extent of saying he's, he's the one that's going to rule for a thousand years. And it's just, it, it's, it's one after the other. Um, the lies that this man comes up with. That's why it's not worth it to go into all that he says, because he says a lot. He never shuts up. Alright, so we're going to look up some other verses. Um, actually, actually, I'm not even going to go into, you know, I'll tell you right now, and, and that's something that I may do a, a little message on eventually, is respect of persons. But you can literally type in respect of persons, space KJV, and look up respect of persons and find all these verses and stuff that, that shows you in the Old Testament as well as the New that the Most High does not have respect of persons in judgment. So, uh, whatever. You know, people could say what they say about this video and about the stuff that's coming out about the Enochian timeline that's being worked on right now. Um, have a little help from my friends. You know, I got a lot of people that have my back, um, that the Most High has put in my place or, or put around me, um, because he knows that I don't take advantage of it. I don't try and take credit for other people's things that they do. Um, I'm simply going to present it to you and say, okay, you need to check into this. So keep that in mind, um, because I'm not a money man. You know, it says freely, freely uh, you have given, freely you have received. If any of you ever would like to donate to my ministry, you can. Um, you can email me and then the other day at gmail.com. It's all one word. Uh, if you want to drop something in PayPal via there, you can do that. You can contact me on my social media, uh, twitter.com forward slash I am Kybus. Same thing for Instagram, youtube.com forward slash Kybus. Um, there's plenty of ways to get in contact with me. But I do not ask for money. I simply say, if you would like to donate to me, feel free. Get up with me. You know, I do some stuff in my local area. Um, I try and feed, you know, some of the homeless, like, Israelites around where I work and stuff. Or to clothe them if they need clothing. Um, so there is outreach stuff that I do. You can know 100% if you ever donate, the money does not go in my pocket. It goes to ministry. It goes to help people in need. Because I am not in need okay i'm not in need i've been given enough to, so that i could be able to help others um so i try and do that so 
if you ever want to help out some homeless in California or, or some of the kind of ministries I'm involved with, you could hit me up. Um, talk to me about it. Hey, you know, where can I see some of the stuff you've done or whatever? I really don't talk about my ministry as far as going out and helping people or whatever. Because I don't, you know, it says, uh, you know, we, the Father sees in secret will reward you openly. So I do not believe in making a show of doing good works. Um, it's a slippery slope. So... Uh, so we're going to look at Ecclesiasticus, um, so Ecclesiasticus, and I believe we're going to be reading from chapter 20 and 21, um, So, chapter 21, starting at verse 5, A prayer out of a poor man's mouth reaches to the ears of Elohim, or Elimo, and his judgment comes speedily. He that hates to be reproved is in the way of sinners. But he that fears Yah will repent from his heart. An eloquent man is known far and near, but a man of understanding knows when he slips. He that builds his house with other men's money is like one that gathers himself stones for the tomb of his own burial. Man, that's crazy, right? That's why, again, I try and do stuff because I'm giving extra. So I don't. you're not going to see me for a very long time again say, hey, you could donate to my ministry if you'd like to. You know, I don't do that. I don't make that a point of my ministry, and I don't say a lot when I'm not supposed to speak. And there's times I'm told to shut my mouth because I have a very smart mouth, I can be ignorant with people. I can be real, you know, low with them. Uh, because a lot of the stuff that they do vexes my spirit and then I lash out in my flesh. Um, so I've been very careful with what I've been saying lately to make sure it's what needs to come out. Um, going on to verse 9, the assembly of the wicked is like tow wrapped together and the end of them is a flame of fire to destroy them. The way of sinners is made plain with stones, but at the end thereof is the pit of Sheol. He that keeps the Torah of Yah gets the understanding thereof, and the perfection of the fear of Yah is wisdom. He that is not wise will not be taught, but there is a wisdom which multiplies bitterness. The knowledge of a wise man shall abound like a flood, and his counsel is like a pure fountain of life. The inner parts of a fool are like a broken vessel, and he will hold no knowledge as long as he lives. So this is kind of getting into the attitude that he has with being reproved, right? Because I'm an empath, okay? Empath, I, I, I'm precognitive. I have, you know, some psychic ability. Uh, I'm what the Bantu would most generally refer to as a seer, okay? Um, so so that's like when, when, when Rucker came at me and said, Oh, well, your people taught my people lies. <clears throat> What is that? That's a deflection. You're deflecting, okay, from what I'm actually saying, which is, hey, you're, you're lying to people. You need to stop. Okay, so that's a deflection, Andrew, because I know you're going to watch this video. You're obsessed with yourself. How could you not watch it? It's about you. So that's a problem because when, what does it say about how the stranger is supposed to be treated as a natural born amongst you? 
You know, we're supposed to be taught the law and, and treated in the same manner. I don't, I don't have a problem serving. I love to serve the Montu and, and the Most House people. You know, I had a friend of mine that, that I don't really speak to anymore uh, here and there, but, you know, it took me understanding what he said one time to understand he said, I could be a dog in the kingdom. That's all I want. And that's how I am. I'll be a dog in the kingdom. I don't care. I'm just here to get the, the to to get us home, you know, and to wake people up. That's my only mission right now. Um, so verse 15, if a skillful man hear a wise word, he will commend it and add unto it. But as soon as one of no understanding hears it, right, it displeases him and it casts him and he casts it behind his back. The talking of a fool is like a burden in the way, but grace shall be found in the lips of the wise. They inquire at the mouth of the wise man in the assembly and they ponder and they shall ponder his words in their heart. As is a house that is destroyed, so is wisdom to a fool, and the knowledge of the unwise is as talk without sense. Doctrine unto fools is as fetters on the feet or shackles, and like manacles on the right hand. A fool lift up, lifts up his voice with laughter. Is this sinking in yet? Go watch any of his videos. He laughs. all It's nonstop. Everything's a joke to him, and he doesn't take, he doesn't take anyone serious but the people that agree with him. Uh, a fool laughs, uh, lifts up his voice with laughter, but a wise man scarcely smiles a little. Learning is unto a wise man is an ornament of gold and like a bracelet upon his right arm. A foolish man's foot is soon in his neighbor's house, but a man of experience is ashamed of him. A fool will peep in at the door into the house, but he that is well nurtured will stand w without. It is the rudeness of a man to hearken at the door, but a wise man will be grieved with the disgrace. The lips of talkers will be telling, uh, will be telling, listen to this, this is crazy, man, because this is how much, this is why I give all praise and glory to the Father, because he's the one that's given me the discernment to break this down. It's nothing, this is none, none of this is in me. None of this is coming from me. So what does verse 25 say? The lips of talkers will be telling such things as pertain not unto them, but the words of such as have understanding are weighed in the balance. The heart of fools is in their hearts, but the mouth of the wise is in their heart. When the wicked curses Satan, he curses his own soul. A whisper defiles his own soul and is hated wheresoever he dwells. So what does that say right there? The lips of talkers, or people that talk a lot, will be telling such things as pertain not unto them. In other words, scripture that does not pertain unto you, Andrew. But the words of such as have understanding are weighed in the balance. So my words are weighed in the balance because they're coming from the Most High. Like I said, he's the one that told me to do this. He's the one that told me to go read Isaiah chapter 62 about the name Goshen. I'm doing this because I was told to do it. Uh, let's look at let's look at more Ecclesiasticus chapter twenty, uh, starting at verse one. There is a reproof that is not comely. Again, some man holds his tongue, and he is wise. It is much better to reprove than to be angry secretly. And he that confesses his fault shall be preserved from hurt. So I'm telling you right now, Andrew, 
What does it say? He, confess, he that confesses his fault shall be preserved from hurt. So if you go to Titan and Zom, you go to Sanini of the not any of the father and you you confess you could be saved from this so i pray for you brother that 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 um the most high would open your eyes that he would take uh whatever this is that he has over you um and, and take it off of you i truly do verse five jumping down there is one that keeps silence and is found wise, and another by much babbling becomes hateful. Some man holds his tongue because he has not to answer, and some keep silence knowing his time. A wise man will hold his tongue till he see opportunity, but a babbler and a fool will regard no time. He that many, uses many words shall be abhorred, and he that takes to himself authority therein shall be hated. There is a sinner that has good success in evil things, and there is a gain that turns to loss. There is a gift that shall not profit you, and there is a gift whose recompense is double. There is an abasement because of glory or being brought down, and there is that lifts up his head from a low estate. Verse 13, a wise man by his words makes him beloved, but the graces of fools shall be poured out. The gift of a fool shall do you no good when you have it. Neither yet are the envious for his necessity, for he looks to receive many things for one. He looks to receive many things for one. Why is it that most of the time when we see Andrew come online, he's pushing stuff? He's pushing new beanies. Um, this has gotten to the equivalent of, of trying to sell salvation since he is uh, selling this timeline that is actually off. It is incorrect, folks. Hate to break it to you, um, but that's like another thing that's going to come out here in the next few weeks. Um, and I'm probably not going to do another video, you know, uh, at least not. I have to do something with my wife and with her testimony of the vision of Simone Toko um, to correct, um, you know, to, to present what the real interpretation that she was given later on uh, of that dream was. Um, so no spoilers. I'm not going to go into what she's being charged to speak. Um, but, but what happens when we see, you know, this guy come online? A lot of times he's talking about, um, it's just money. I mean, it's just money. Give me money. Donate to me. Don't worry about what I'm doing with it. Um, I can't email you this timeline that we're all supposed to follow as a part of the plan of salvation, but you know, you could buy it from me uh you know it, it's just a marketing thing i mean this is a cult that people are dealing with unfortunately that they need to come out of um so i think i've kept everybody long enough today i broke down some of the scriptures um like i said i i would uh encourage you to go look up respect the persons in the king james bible or whatever version you read I don't suggest newer versions. Honestly, if you can help it, stick to the King James Version 1611 or the, the Berean Bible before that. Um, the the Aramaic and Palestinian Targums is great for the Torah. Um, but go look at these things. You know, don't take my word for it. Go to the Most High in prayer. Fast and pray. Ask him what he would, you know, what, what it is you should think of, of, of me even doing this. Uh, so let's go to the Most High in prayer. Father... 
uh, we come before you today. We thank you so much, Father, for allowing us to get up um, to another to another day to do your will, to help out your children, to to be a light unto the you know in the darkness to people. Uh, we just ask that you would bless us, you know, help us to be not not just to bless us, Father, but bless us so that we could bless others. You know, give us the means above uh, the needs. So that we are able to help those uh, with lesser need that, that need food, need clothing, um, child care, you know, any of these kinds of things. Help us to be a light unto them, Father, to visit the widows in their time of need. Um, to, you know, the, the real will of you, of you, Father, that you asked us to do. I ask again, Father, that this message would um, would impact people, that they would look into this for themselves to see why I am saying these things um against against this man rebuking him in righteousness father um, we ask that you open his heart that you open the eyes of andrew and kenny and carla and anyone else anyone that's associated with them we ask that you open your eye their eyes father and their minds and their their spirit and their hearts to you father um, because we know our hearts our hearts could be wicked you know it's only through you um and following your Torah, you know, being circumcised, yes, you know, keeping your the correct that is coming soon, Father. You know, the, your proper feasts and days. Um, we we ask you that that uh, that those things will be pleasing unto you. That you have grace, you have mercy over us and unto us, Father. Uh, deal justly by your people, Father. Help them to see that this man is leading people astray. And help him to, for his eyes to be open, that he will repent of it and just stop doing it. You know, um, it's not something we want. Anybody will be led astray. As always, Father, we ask you to forgive us of our transgressions. Forgive us of our sins, Father. We repent to you. You know, we ask for forgiveness. You know, we're not, we, we cannot keep all of your Torah here in the land of our captivity. So help us to keep because we're all born into sin. That's the whole thing. And sin is transgression of the law, Father. So help us to try to do our very best to keep your laws, keep your feasts, keep your days to help those around us, Father. Um, and just get us home. You know, we just want to go home. I, I crave, I, I praise you, I worship you, Father. I, I, I ask for that day, you know, the anointing that the spirit be poured out upon us. Now I look forward to the day it says you'll you'll write our law your law upon our hearts, you know that we may never forget it or, or turn from it, Father. So, your kingdom come, your your will be done, Father. Please bring your kingdom. It says you have placed watchmen upon the wall that will never cease, that will never cease or stop speaking until you bring your kingdom to earth, Father. So we know we will never stop speaking. We cannot, once we have been charged to speak and put upon the wall, we must continue speaking, Father. So I ask humbly, Father, that this message be received, that it would touch people in their mind, their spirit, their heart, their body. I ask uh, that you put a hedge of protection around us, that you touch your children, Father. And, and we ask all these things, Father. And thank you so much. Um, but most of all, as always, Father, your will be done. Use us for whatever, you know, whatever it is you want us to do. Thank you so much, Father. And gata, so be it. So I hope this has been an enlightening message for you today. 
um, please share this video. Um, you know, check out my YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Kybus. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook page. Hit me up, you know, uh, if you need to need somebody to talk to confidential ear, need somebody to pray with you, you know, if you need help and you know, you need some food or something, you know, try to reach out to me. Um, I, I do, I would ask, uh, well, I'm not going to bring that up right now. But if, if you need some help, um, try and get up with me and I will try to help you. Um, but I have to have some way to verify what it is that you do. Okay. Whether it's a charity or, um, you know, orphanage or whatever. It is, I have to have some way to verify it. I do not donate money or just give, give money out willy nilly. You know, I try to help people that are really in need. Um, so if you need something, reach out to me. But reach out to me knowing that, okay, I need to be able to show him something like, okay, here's my empty fridge. Here's a picture. Here's a video call. I called you up. I spoke with you, you know, and you see I need some food. Okay, here's $20. Go get you something to eat. You know, don't hesitate to ask me, but don't expect me to just give out money without seeing that there's a need. I have to know that it's going towards something, okay, because unfortunately in this world we have a lot of scammers and people that take advantage, so... You know, if you need something, reach out. Please, please don't hesitate. Um, but please understand that I just do that for my own safety, for my own safety and my finances, um, and to be helping people that actually do need it. Um, so feel free to reach out to me. But again, I hope this video was enlightening for you. Um, there will probably be, you know, kind of a follow-up with my wife's, um, some of the visions that she had surrounding some Montoko and the, and the proper inter interpretation that she was given from Tantan and Zombie. So you can look forward to that. Uh, no spoilers. You know, I don't speak for my wife. She has things she's supposed to speak out to. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today. And just keep this man in prayer. You know, pray for the people that are following him. Pray for him. Pray for Kenny. Um, that they would be released from this. Um, because it is it is a troubling situation and we don't want to see anyone come to harm, uh, etc. on down the line. So thank you for joining me and you have a wonderful day. And Samba Yololo, many blessings.